0: Hey guys, what's up? This is The Word Alive, and it's Telly, Zach, Tony, and Matt. Matt is uh, feeling a little under the weather, so he's keeping himself quarantined in the corner, not going to be on the mic this episode, but he'll be nodding and uh, just guiding our levels, making sure that you can hear our sweet, sweet voices loud and clear. Uh, We are in Richmond, Virginia today at the National. We have a, a fifth show in a row. Sold out on the Drug and Me is Gold tour, and we've been out for about seven days. I think we eight eight days we left uh, Arizona, and we're just kicking it through this tour. I think the next few shows are sold out, or about to be pretty much the whole tour is about to be sold out, so it's a pretty fun tour to be on. And we have the TWA family here in Richmond that is at the VIP veeps experience so uh if you guys want to introduce yourselves pass around the microphone
1: i'm ralph ramirez i am larissa crystal
2: chris cameron and randall
0: we we've seen all of you guys uh welcome before back. which is it was yeah, awesome welcome yeah, yeah welcome back that's what i love about you know these we basically have just done this but without microphones yeah. uh, well i don't i think it only
2: took what it was like five minutes to sell out the vip because we were in a conversation he's like two people bought it then i was like oh i bought mine and he's like oh it's only one left
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we we squeezed in chris today um don't don't tell anyone legend uh so Yeah, so we had a, a, a hard cap of five this tour, which is cool, especially for starting this off. I think it makes a lot of sense to keep it smaller. But yeah, a lot of them sold out like right away. And then there's some markets that either we don't play as much or... You know, you guys, fans like you guys, haven't uh, taken over those markets yet. But that's the whole point of this. So it spreads and grows. And yeah, so uh, we're just going to ask you guys some questions, turn it around on you a little bit. And then if you have any questions for us, um, feel free. I guess maybe you guys start just in case, you know, you guys have anything burning in, in your minds you want to know. Obviously, we got a new album coming out one week from today.
2: I personally want to know where did you decide to use i'm I'm gonna just dub him as the deceiver guy what made you (laughs) want to go back and use him as far as like the album cover and the music video and all that kind of stuff
0: uh well the the idea was a combination of things it was connecting you know the beginning of our band till now um because in our eyes it's all a part of one story so there's a larger story that is in play with the album that will include every album we've done actually, um, when it's all said and done. It's just, right now we're focusing on the album, we're focusing on this podcast. There's, there's a lot of things that we're doing, but eventually there will be an interactive world, so to speak, where you can go and interact with, you know, different like rooms that represent each album. And um, so we started with Deceiver um, because obviously that's our first full-length record, and I think that character represents a lot of things um, that is represented lyrically throughout this record, and that is kind of like when you have like one very strong like perspective and maybe that's you know not the right one and you get kind of lost and and you're caught up in it it kind of feels like you're trapped and maybe you're making the same mistakes maybe a lot of things are repeating cycles in your life and uh this is you know through the monomania music video we tried to you know really showcase how um the the worst enemy you know is yourself and it's your mind and it's the things we all battle with internally and you can try to Run from that, and as seen in the video, you can try to like kill that like piece of you. Um, But at the end of the day, everything that you go through in life is part of an experience to help shape who you are. And so, by the end of the video, there's that acceptance of you know, these things have happened to me, these things, you know, are are thoughts and feelings that I go through, Um, and it's but now it's I have it under control, and it's, it's locked away and it's its own thing. And you learn from it, you grow from it, but it doesn't have the ability to like impact your life in a negative way. So that's kind of what it, it all represents and how it ties in. But there'll be a lot more throughout this whole album cycle that uh, kind of opens up the doorways to the whole story. Very good first question.
1: On a new album, what's, what's your favorite track?
0: Another Year in the Shadows is mine. Same.
1: That's mine as well. I think Monomania is my favorite, honestly. It, I mean, this few that I've heard because of how it's being downloaded, I, I love it. I mean your guy your music is awesome and can't wait for the whole album what to come out.
3: Favorites? What are your guys' favorites well, you guys, so, far, so far out of the <laughs> songs we <we've> released?
1: <laughs> so far Monomania. Uh, I think mine
2: didn't have to be Search for Glory because when I heard it on VIP, it just got stuck in my head and it the same chord in my head.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, on our last tour with our last night, we did a, a VIP experience where we got to randomize and preview songs off the new album. And so, searching for glory was obviously one that you know some people heard. And I think it was picked on like like six or seven dates, something like that. Monomania was picked for a couple uh Burning World Down, we didn't allow people to, because it was already out. Uh, and No Way Out was, was uh, heard a few times. But there are songs across every, it, at least one person has heard every song on the album. Uh, so it's really cool to hear when people have heard it at VIP and then to be like, that's the song we heard at VIP because no one knew uh, what they were listening to at the time. What about you guys?
1: I think mine definitely is Monomania. It's between Searching for Glory and Monomania. Um, awesome. which actually it led to the tattoo, the oh, wrist tattoo. yes, yes, I saw yeah. that. I love that. It's not very often that song lyrics stick, but that was one, and I had to do it. I got bored Tuesday and went and got it done. So. <laughs> what does it say? Sorry can't It says Stuck in the Madness. Oh, so cool. Yeah, so I think Monomania is definitely my top song so far.
2: Mine's definitely Searching for Glory because, I don't know, the first few lines is so pretty. I don't know, like your voice is on point. Well <laughs> well, thank you very much.
3: Mine's searching for glory as well.
0: Yeah, awesome. It's a it's a banger. Uh, the the thing I think I love the most is every song so far is different, but it still like has kind of a common like feeling behind it, and um, I think that you are going to find that throughout the whole record. But no song to me like sounds the same. And so I think it's going to be fun to listen to. We definitely try to write an album that you like have to listen to from start to finish. You don't want to like skip around um, because certain things flow and there's just, you know, a roller coaster vibe in it. Anything else from you guys?
1: What made you guys choose Monomania for the um, album title? Um, I think when we were trying to figure out song titles in general, um, originally Monomania was called Madness. (coughs) Excuse me. And we felt like it was a little too direct and kind of like, all right, you know. And we were searching for like something that was, had the meaning, I guess. And um, I actually came across um, online like Monomania. And it just like, when we read the definition, we we're like, this is literally the epitome of the album. Like everything is just so co- cohesive and I feel like it can, you know, just relate to all the songs. So just felt like it was a good fit. And uh, yeah, we were like, we need to name this the first song too. <laughs> yeah. It just all worked out really well, honestly, and it wasn't even planned. It just, everything just kind of fell into place organically.
0: Yeah, I think we were, yeah, we weren't trying to necessarily name the album yet or pick the order, but once Tony said that and we were all like, yeah, that's the song. And we we're like, that's the whole album. We we're like, and it has to be first, yeah. it, it, <laughs> yeah. it, which made it so easy for us because sometimes all those things are like, it's the hardest yeah. part and uh, it Came together like really really fast Uh, this time around the song titles were so easy Um, yeah it just i feel like everything we there were a few that like we were like hmm don't know about that and like you know we just kept brainstorming that was a cool thing about the the studio vibe in general this time around is i feel like it was just set up to be more creative there was multiple rooms like we're you know we could kind of like separate we could go some people could be playing some video games, some people could be, you know, playing basketball outside, some people were like in the, the studio, the main control room, and it just allowed for everyone to kind of free flow into whatever mindset they were, they, there was like a place to go, and I think it helped with that. Yeah, it, um,
3: it
1: we actually lived in the studio for that whole two, two months, well almost three months, because we went and wrote for a couple weeks before we went to actually track and finalize the album and everything so the whole like the whole vibe was great living in like living amongst our instruments and you know being stuck with each other a lot of the time and and um, but it, it was really it was really good like everyone I feel like we all got along super well you always hear stories about bands like really you know getting pissed off at each other and bothering each other but I felt like um, we all got a lot of cl- a lot closer through it and everything and it just Yeah, like he was saying, I could go play video games. I had the first time ever recording an album with these guys where I got to play drums to the songs before I actually tracked them, and that was really cool. It had a big drum room. So, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I I would agree, too. Like, we we definitely, like, I think this is the first album that we've ever recorded that everyone was, like, kind of just vulnerable.
3: On the same page. Yeah, and on the
1: same page, and we were just like, you know what, like, we need to stop like butting heads and trying to be like, who's going to be the leader? Who's going to do this? Like it was just more organic and everyone's just like, all right, like this dude's like in the zone right now. like, let's just step back and like, let him like take, you know, take the wheel. And I think everyone found like their strengths in this album, recording this album. You know, everyone has, um, specific strengths and, um, it just, I think everything just kind of just happened perfectly this time around. And, um, Yeah, I think we wrote our best record. I know every band says that. Oh, it was our favorite record, but this was just like the most easygoing, laid-back record we've recorded. And um, yeah, I hope you guys... I mean, obviously, if you're hearing this, it's already been out, so hopefully you like it.
2: (laughs) Just out of curiosity, did any of the, I guess you call them pre-production track names, did any of that stick to the album?
0: Yeah, Thank You was Thank You. Um, Greatest Almost was... Oh, no... yeah, yeah, they were yeah, all yeah. different. Most of them were. I think oh thank yeah, Thank you I was the
1: only one, or no? No, it was like, it was like bowl. Wednesday or
3: something. No, <laughs>
1: no it was McDonald's
0: that, day. That was comfort McDonald's and chaos. Day. Was uh, comfort and chaos was wet fart Wednesday?
3: Make, make thank you was McDonald's day or something. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, it was. We were trying to get McDonald's It just it
0: switched day. really easy because we were like, w- so we went. F- through and we would name songs before we even started writing like it would just be like taco tuesday before we started writing another year in the shadows was it was tuesday we got tacos, so we're like let's name the session taco tuesday and then um it went from taco tuesday to like okay we need to have some sort of like now we have the song what is it so it was like ghost taco tuesday or taco tuesday with ghost in parentheses and then we we named it after that so they went from like the McDonald's because what did everyone get McDonald's that day? Like we wanted a McDonald's. Yeah. yeah so it, it, it was things like that. Like big like Mac, big were, Mac for big Zach. A lot of our songs actually have been like that where we named the song before we ever even wrote anything. And then obviously once like the song took a life of its own, we either updated the pre pro name or it stayed the same until we renamed it or some have stayed the same the whole time. Some have
3: stayed the same yeah. in the past. Yeah. Very rare that happens. Like Dark Matter was, there was like a track called Dark Matter, and then we ended up naming the whole album around it uh, Dark Matter, yeah. That's kind of the same thing with like Monomania or whatever, except we didn't have the pre pro name as Monomania, but yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think going back to what Tony said of, you know, Every band says that. I mean, I think you should feel like your newest record is your best record. But
3: this one for real. This time <laughs> for real. This time, listen is the up. One. Yeah. You
1: better like it.
0: It's. I think you know. For the first few records, you know, it. It's very, very true. But then when you get to a point like where we're at now, where this is our sixth full-length record, I think we're not just judging only the the music itself. It's like we're judging how we felt when we made it. We're judging like how we feel like as we're playing it. Um we are more invested in the lyrical aspect and everyone is more in tune with what the message of the band is. So I think it's it makes it more enjoyable because it's, you know, a deeper piece of all of us than we've ever given to you guys before. And I think that how the the studio experience went was definitely like uh almost like alluding to how this cycle has already been so far because we were having the best time that we'd ever had making the record and it feels like these songs are connecting with people a lot deeper and a lot more profoundly than any record we've ever had. We've always had like a couple songs that have had that but to have like every single song we've had like the most tattoos our album's not even out yet and we have we have hundreds of tattoos already from this record and it's kind of crazy so i just feel like this one we all feel like it it's special and we all feel like this is the record for us like this is our defining album and so obviously you guys are the ones that ultimately make it our defining record but hopefully that's the case and if you're listening to this podcast once it's done listen to monomania for like a thousand time
1: you guys have any other questions at all yeah
0: anything it doesn't have to be serious even it could be anything well, no, I,
1: mean just, I just think it's great that you guys have been playing the sold out shows every single one of your shows so far have been sold out how does that wear on you guys with constantly traveling i mean
3: it's, it's better to travel with a sold-out show than it is without one. Yeah. True, true. Can, uh, we, we, sure. we know, and we know definitely what that's like. Um, It definitely makes everything worth it, you know, with like the drives and like the, you know, the uncomfortable sleeping to go on stage and see a crowd full of people that, you know what I mean, are either happy to see you for the first time or are returning fans, you know what I mean? So that, it definitely makes, um you know, it's worth it to go on stage for ten people, much less, you know what I mean, a thousand every night. So, um, uh, if there's people there and they enjoy it, it definitely, you know, it's, it's hard to tour sometimes, you know, because it's, you know, especially as you've been doing it for a decade and <clears throat> your body's wearing and, you know what I mean, your mind's tired and everything like that, but um, it definitely makes everything worth it. And you remember why you fell in love with playing music in the first place when you walk on stage and there's a f- big old crowd and, like, you know, and the vibe is good. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's good energy, definitely.
2: Say so you want a funny question. When can we get the Colby feature on that on our album? I can't she, believe we haven't done that yet. Right? Actually. She she
0: is on life cycles. Uh when really? I yeah, when I was recording vocals for Life Cycles, she's in there. Uh she's in one of the, the tracks actually. And we sent it uh Alan Hessler's who I recorded the vocals with. And uh we sent it to see if uh Joey Sturgis would notice and he never said anything. Really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I didn't know either. Yeah. What song? Um I think it's in um yeah. I have to look at the track listing. I uh I think it's oh, I can't remember the names of it. It's one that we have only played at the Life Cycles show. Okay. Um I'll tell you what it is real quick. One second.
1: I'm curious now. I'm gonna have to go look through the vocal no I'm
0: gonna go through the vocal stems and try to find Colby. <laughs> it is it is either it's in one of these three songs. It's either in For Your Health. Bar fight or hidden lakes. For your health. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Now we're gonna go listen for barks.
0: It's well it's not a bark. It's it's like it's her breathing because as the guys know, like she just kinda like snorts and, and bar break. fight the song name. so it's kind of so bar fight there's a photo, there's a photo that i post of me holding her up to like the mic but like she actually was recording she's like
2: it's <laughs> been <laughs> so. so long since that album it's so hard to remember all that stuff oh that you you where? would never
0: be able to hear it it's not like mixed in like the front of anything it's like mixed in with something so hidden but yeah she she's forever uh a part of our story which is really cool so uh well we got to wrap up today's episode uh thank you guys so much for coming out being a part of it um hopefully you enjoy the show tonight we're we're playing uh a, a couple surprise songs i'm sure you guys probably already know everything that we're playing but um, surprise, yeah yeah <laughs> But we hope you enjoy it and uh, yeah, thanks for uh, supporting us and the new album and for everyone listening thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you share this episode. Uh, let us know any questions you have that you want us to maybe answer on the future episodes. You can find all tickets, info everything about our band that you need to know at wearetheworldalive.com, and go stream Monomania. Yeehaw. Thank you. Yeehaw. Thank you guys.